0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever the case may be for you. Welcome once again to Houndstooth Heroes, a fully integrated sports machine. Uh, real quickly, you can follow us on SoundCloud at Houndstooth Heroes. And thanks to the mothership, Roll Bama Roll, for allowing us to be their most unofficial podcast. Or you can find us and subscribe on iTunes. Or check us out on our Facebook page or on Twitter at H2Heroes. My name is Greg Dawkins. I am joined, as always, by my fellow sick co-host, Ellis Metz. What you drinking, Ellis Metz?
1: Hey there, Greg. Well, as you know, it's the bye week, so uh, tonight I'm sticking to juice. Juice?
0: Juice.
1: Uh, It's wine. Wine. Oh, oh. It's kind of juice, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's absolutely the way to go. Uh How
1: about yourself?
0: Well, as is tradition, I have uh, brewed up a well. I don't know that it's tradition. I've done it twice. So I'm going to make it one. Mm-hmm. I have brewed up a batch of uh, chicken wings, uh, healthily doused in Wild Bill's wing sauce. Uh, friend of the program, Wild Bill's wing sauce, and I am enjoying them with a delicious Druid City Brewing Lamplighter IPA.
1: That's a good evening.
0: It is. A, it is a fine evening. Well, I mean, I, you know, it's never, it's never a fine evening. because never everything, fine,
1: but, but it, it's every, a because everything, alabama evening. It is.
0: It can be, it's never fine
1: because everything, once again, is horrible. Yeah. Uh, what's horrible with you most recently?
0: Well, let me tell you. Uh, well, okay. Let me start with how things went today. Before noon, I managed to stab myself in the eye with a fully loaded toothbrush. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I have toothpaste all in my eye.
1: And you forgot the mouth hole?
0: Yeah, I
1: aimed and missed. Okay, um sure.
0: Then, you know, like, like one does from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I uh, put on a shirt to go out, you know, to in, into the work environment, and it was on wrong side out. Uh, I got to work and managed to drop and break an entire mug, the first mug of coffee. And this all happened before noon, and it just really didn't improve as the day went on. Um, in addition to that, it's a bye week. So you know, what do you do? I'm a, I'm a little down about that, but I think we've got our listener covered with an Action Pass podcast. Hello, Fred Metz. How are you? That's
1: right. Hey there.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, in addition, here's some news information that uh, that our listener can use, It's uh, but it's also something that's horrible. We have a seven o'clock kick scheduled in two weeks with Louisiana State Fighting Tigers, which you know how those go. Yep. I mean, that's just exhausting. You can't, I mean, but nobody, nobody's able to fun- I particularly am not able to function past 9.30 on game day uh, and I'm not accustomed to us being involved in games at that hour so I've got that happening which I'm not looking forward to um, as, as I mentioned uh, we're both sick so that's fantastic uh, but uh, the other thing and I'm not sure if I hate this or not but I learned this week in uh, the Tennessee game that I have now developed a strategy for winning games and it probably is not a re- reasonable strategy but it, because I think it's all about me I'm gonna make it my strategy but the problem with it is it involves my leaving the stadium let me tell you what I'm talking about. Uh, I know. Um, it happened for Iron Bowl, it sort of happened for Ole Miss and it happened now and so I call a three-four and I'm like yeah that's, gonna, that, that's, not a tr- that's not just luck that's a trend. Uh, when we get behind I immediately leave the stadium I find the first available rickshaw. I do not check my phone. I have that rickshaw take me. I pay him exactly $20. I have that rickshaw take me to Druid City Brewing where I watch the rest of the game and we win. The only reason it didn't work for Ole Miss is because I couldn't find a damn rickshaw and I had to work. I mean, I had to walk the whole way. But nevertheless, this is a strategy. It seems to be working. Uh, So if you see some lone bro in a weird rickshaw... Traveling down, uh, traveling down Paul Bryant Drive, turning on Hackberry. That's me, because we're losing.
1: I would pay so, so much to see you slept up in a rickshaw.
0: It's the saddest little thing in the whole <laughs> wide world. <laughs> but here we are. What is horrible with you, my funky friend?
1: So, gather round. Oh, it's God. story time. Hmm. I uh, was recently involved in a pretty horrific SEC-related Kickball incident that I feel I've got to share with our readers.
0: You know, tell. often
1: on this podcast, you kind of bear the burden of the horribleness of right. my stories. Maybe leave one wanting.
0: That one okay. being my
1: dad again. Obviously, that
0: you, that someone might even believe that you lead a charmed life.
1: Well, <laughs> pshaw! But <laughs> so there we were uh, playing kickball, first round of the playoffs. We mm-hmm. tend to win championships, like an uh-huh. Alabama kickball team will do, mm-hmm. and we're going up against none other than the Zach Mettenberger, starting and his quarterback for the Tennessee team. Titans. He is what I told everybody and him at the time was that he was the third or fourth string quarterback. Come oh. to find out, he was starting on Sunday, and was the
0: go of the game. By the way,
1: he well he was. We'll get to that. Um so anyway, it's a it's a well-contested game, very close throughout. Goes into extra innings, then goes into like this weird double overtime thing. Uh, and long story short, there I am in center field, got a lot of range. I'm, I'm, I, uh-huh. I like my chances out there.
0: You're scrappy with speed.
1: That's right. Thank you. Uh-huh. And, uh, and the bases are loaded, and there are two outs. And it is actually, I wish the story would be so much better, <laughs> were it Zach Mettenberger at bat, but instead he is third base coach and uh, his team is up, a a ball is kicked right over second base, and as I start to run, it hits me that all season, I've been telling everyone, I've really got to get some cleats. My whole team wears cleats. I'm in these old, beat up, like lawn mowing shoes. Oh God! Yeah, and it's been raining. You already see where this is. I, going. I see right where this. You is. already see where it's going. So I'm running to my left, right, and <laughs> I, I need to do kind of like a slide catch. It's going to be really heroic. It's going to save the game. Right. And as I plant to slide, my feet just just kind of keep going from out from under me. Uh, I then proceed to come down pretty hard, uh, right parallel with the ground. Perfectly in time for the kickball to just nail my face in (laughs) midair. On the fly, just collides with my jaw, bounces my head off the ground, and uh, I I look up through the birds chirping around my head and see the runner scoring to win the game.
0: And you leave the field in shame.
1: (laughs) And I left the field in shame.
0: Well, how are you recovering from that? My friend?
1: You know, not great. I got a I got a couple of texts the next day from my teammates wondering, you know, kind of about my emotional state. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it's been almost a week, and I've only cried a couple times today.
0: Right. Well, a vengeance was had in Mettenberger's performance on Sunday, then. Right.
1: That's what. It, that's really – it almost makes me feel worse personally in that I couldn't beat someone at kickball who can't even beat a falcon.
0: Right, right. I see that. Yeah. Can't
1: even put up double digits on a falcon. That's hilarious Yeah, but, oh. I, you know, it's it's a competitive league There's a lot of NFL talent out there and Uh-huh, uh-huh it, was, uh-huh it was a bad day for me I hear
0: you, I hear you, I hear you Well, speaking of the days that were not bad, though We may as well go ahead and get to it uh, uh, Your Crimson Tide faced off with the Tennessee Vol For, for the 99th time in a row and prevailed 19-14 to 14, Giving us 3,293 days since the Vols have beaten the University of Alabama, that's nine years. That's just a whole hell of a lot of years.
1: I love that number so much.
0: I know, right? And it's only going to get bigger.
1: Uh, so tell me, uh, let's get started. What did we hate about it? There were quite a few things to hate, I've got to say. And first and foremost, we would be remiss not to hate that O line, though. Good Lord, though. Man. Uh, what? Offensive what? line.
0: What What hmm. happened?
1: I don't know. I have some guesses.
0: That's, uh, that's weird. Nothing if not about a guesser. Happening. <laughs>
1: right. On this show, you Fact. you don't expect a lot of those. Uh, facts, facts be damned, son. Exactly. Um, Cam Robinson was just slower than molasses. <laughs> yep. He looked like he strapped up his socks and cleats with cement before the game and was just kind of mauling around, wasn't really doing much of anything, uh, got beat consistently. Jake Coker, even with those glorious, beautiful legs that we love. Uh, we do love those. We we really do. He took a few sacks. He was under constant pressure the whole game and really couldn't even... didn't have the blocking to even kind of turn some broken yeah. plays into anything. Uh, it was just... It was troublesome to watch.
0: Well, that was what I noticed. It's not... You know, everybody was all over Jake Coker because he kept getting sacked. I don't remember how many sacks there were, but there were, there were more than I'm comfortable with. Uh, but honestly, you're right. I mean, ordinarily, when there's pressure, they've at least created some sort of hole for Jake Coker to, to at least do something and pick up a few yards. Yeah. They weren't even doing that. It was just they're just letting him go and, you know, just running right past the O-line and just heading right at him. And when, when you've got three dudes coming straight at you from all angles, what are you supposed to do?
1: That's what she said. Um, no, nah, she didn't say that. No, nah, she never did. Uh, yeah, we actually gave up five sacks on the game, which is embarrassing enough. Good Lord. Even more so that it was to a vol. To a vol. Um, Dominique Jackson did <coughs> get hurt late in the game. Mm-hmm. They said it was an injury similar to what Cam suffered against Tennessee last year, kind of a high ankle sprain there. So uh, his status is TBD, but if we're TBH, <laughs> I... I am not overly concerned about whether he returns or not.
0: All right, yeah, I do have a little bit of information. Eddie Jackson also injured. Yes, hated that. Yeah, but he is back at practice today. Uh, But the other two guys are not back.
1: Okay, it was uh, Ronnie Harrison was the other who looked like a similar injury to Eddie's, kind of a hyperextension sort of thing. But they took Eddie under that tent, which was sweet.
0: That that sweet little tent we've got to get access to. We so. have
1: got to get access to that tent. I man.
0: know. I want. That's all the information in the world in that tent. Um. All right. We also got to say hated the D line and the linebackers again. What happened,
1: <sighs> bruh? Yeah. Um. Alvin Kamara and Jalen Hurd, who I do think are maybe the most underrated kind of one-two punch in the SEC. Uh, they combined for 113 yards and a touchdown. Dobbs himself ran for 57, which if you told me beforehand we would keep him to 57, I would feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Uh, but judging by the way the game went, I still thought he did a lot at will. So that was – and he lost it, a lot of yardage on his sacks. I think he lost maybe 30-something on sacks it, alone.
0: It felt like – the yards, it feels like a smaller number than what it looked like. Yeah.
1: Because um, it, it felt
0: like third and Kirby all over again. Oh, it God. was. It, yeah, I mean, it was not as bad as the deep passes, but it felt like – he was able to scramble and get his yards when he needed it not just randomly you know you know quarterback you know quarterback making a run it was third down when you know third and six when we needed to stop and you know we were able to stop the interior run but he would be able to get outside and get his yards and he got them at the most inopportune times for us
1: yeah and more often than not we had good coverage on the receivers downfield and they did a good job kind of clearing the way for him and then again our linebacking core reggie raglan was the slowest i've seen him
0: um yeah well i mean that's that's the thing i mean they are fantastic uh in the run game but you know in the up the middle run game and hit they can hurt some people but the problem is they're both he and Ruben foster are both a step slow on the outside and it shows so if you've got a uh an offensive, offensive game that focuses on the outside run, uh, you're going to be able to hurt Reuben and Reggie.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, Reuben, I think, is still learning, and I still love him. The Reuben missile crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential there. He made one great play in particular I can think of where uh, Jalen Hurd tried to block him and just gave me all kinds of giddy LOLs. <laughs> he, he ended up sacking Dobbs, as you can guess. Exactly. Um one other hate that I'd like to get at and I I feel like I've done this before and I don't like to be that bammer but the officiating Do tell. was offensive. It was All right, offensive.
0: I was I was in the building so I would you know you can't really It would
1: have been harder to see for you. Um yeah. Tennessee made that interception. I can't remember remember if it was Sutton or who it was and spiked the ball and then did this little like 5 second jig. Uh, and the referee just sort of stands and watches, and then afterward kind of gives him like a maybe don't do that sort of look. Really? Yeah, and that's all that happened. And then uh, maybe even the next drive, Kenyon Drake gets forced out of bounds. I think it was Kenyon Drake. One of our players goes into the Tennessee sideline. Uh, and as far as you could see, I mean, he, sure, he probably yelled something, but in every replay, he stands up and jogs back to our side. And the flags came in, called on unsportsmanlike conduct. There were, I mean, there were calls that went against Tennessee. There were a lot of holds missed. There were, there was a pass interference call where the poor Tennessee defender—and I don't say poor Tennessee ever, uh, 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 unless when I'm talking about the poors of Tennessee.
0: Right, and there are many. There are, there are pores
1: here. Um, he, he had, I mean, just—I'm not even sure that he had touched the receiver whatsoever—and there was a penalty flag. So it was just a bizarre game, and I. Uh, continue to be disappointed with the sec officiating this year
0: i hear you i hear you well i mean it's just i it it would be nice to have some consistency you know john John parker wilson holds holds his hand to his face in a phone in a phone gesture and he gets 15 yards for it and then this happens and
1: there's nothing bammers never forget
0: bammers never forget i can you know what do you know all right anyway there had to be some things we did not hate prior to uh in contrary to to the usual but I don't I'm going to start with we did not hate JK Scott. We I mean he was uh, I don't know if it was JK Scott of last year yet but he seems to have rebounded a good bit averaging 50 yards per punt 2 for 56 a fair catch at the 10 and one down and find the, inside the 15.
1: Yeah, we just have such high expectations, maybe higher expectations than any player ever. And um and rightly so, yeah. I exactly. think there was one touchback, and it was early in the game, so I kind of got down. But uh, yeah, he, he rebounded nicely. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of rebounding nicely, the Polish sausage.
1: The Polish sausage. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a perfect two for two day, and on the uh, kickoffs, which is really when he was most valuable Saturday, as the Tennessee kickoff return man is one Evan Barry, little brother of one Eric Barry. Oh lord! Yeah, and uh, he's like fourth in the nation in kickoff returns. And Polish sausage was there, just booting him through the end zone.
0: All right, sit on down, Mister Barry. Uh so as much as we want to hate Jake Coker, we
1: can't hate him this time. <sighs> he he took some sacks.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: He took but, some sacks he didn't have to take. Right, but
0: uh, he that end of the end of the game drive. Uh, when we had to have it, Jake Coker came through. Uh, so you know, you know the, we when you're they weren't perfect passes to Ardarius Stewart and Calvin Ridley, but they were catchable passes, and that's really all you can ask for from Jake Coker. He's not a superstar, we clearly know that, but um, nevertheless, uh, he did it when the when, it, when when the game was on the line, and that's what winners do.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, it was, you know, kind of reminiscent of Ola. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on Diverville, Mississippi, that wide receiver, Kevin Norwood.
0: Uh-huh, um, uh-huh.
1: It was a little reminiscent of him always stepping up when AJ needed him, and Ardarius made a few huge catches. Ridley was there when we needed him, so I think that's very encouraging. I got to say,
0: yeah, I mean, that, I, like I said, there weren't a whole lot of yards. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there weren't a whole lot of receiving yards out of Ridley and of Stewart, but definitely a lot of clutch yards and you know grabbing balls that they, that we had to have.
1: It's funny you should say that, and actually, the numbers aren't uh, nearly as bad as I thought. Stewart finished with six catches for hundred and fourteen.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not a terrible. solid
1: day. And then Calvin Ridley, uh, six for 62. So no touchdowns from either, but I'll take that.
0: All right. I'm watching the World Series. There seems to be some sort of penis injury
1: going on right now. <laughs> I think Just... it's I think it's a right hand, but.
0: Oh, well, okay. I was watching the ball as it traveled, and it seemed to be directly into the penis, but perhaps it actually ricocheted uh, off the uh, hand. I don't, I don't remember. Really Dad,
1: I apologize. You have to hear this.
0: Well, Fred has heard penis
1: before. (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, While we're on receiving yards, I would like to jump in with a did not hate. Do tell. And all of a sudden, there he was, descending from the sky. (laughs) Old OJ Howard came back. Do tell. Juice himself. uh, You know, numbers wise, he only finished with 55 yards, and none of them were. He he had a couple first downs. None of them were particularly meaningful, but seven catches on the day, which has to be a high for him. Right. Uh he was all over the field, and so I I'm looking back at what we've talked about so far, and we've got JK Scott, Adam Polish Sausage Griffith, mm-hmm. and O. J. Howard. So I'm gonna ask the question Should Bobby Williams be allowed to stay on this earth?
0: You are a monster for earth. Should now. he?
1: It was a pretty um, solid day yeah. from B dub. Everybody even
0: I have one good day. But that doesn't mean I should remain on the earth.
1: Uh, that's valid
0: exactly exactly okay. every you know squirrel nut you know sure, a, a, sure. you know a, a broken claw right once a day you know everything happens
1: okay um, so still fire him into the sun and directly
0: right. into the sun
1: yes exactly <laughs> glad we clarified
0: and, all right derrick henry we did not hate him i mean we hated first half derrick henry but it wasn't really, we couldn't really hate, I mean, it's hard to hate him. It's not his fault he didn't, didn't get the ball. But nevertheless, he did not get the ball in the first half. He only got nine carries. Yeah. But in the second half, he had 19 carries for 92 yards, including the game-sealing touchdown. So we definitely did not hate Derrick Henry in this game when they finally decided that maybe it's a good idea to give the ball to your all-star running back.
1: Hashtag RTDBL DBL uh-huh. the dang ball lane. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, I got to say I was frustrated with, him not getting the looks in the first half. I mean, we're going to have those runs where he gets stopped for nothing, but I like us to keep doing that when we're having those runs. Exactly. Because he always manages to break one mm-hmm. uh, at which he did for the first touchdown. And then, yeah, like you said, um, 92 yards in the second half. And that last touchdown brought me up off the couch where I was watching, <laughs> missing my first
0: in how many Alabama years?
1: game since 2000. We won't go back into that. Yeah. Um, like,
0: so, no, no, nobody's better. Nobody's uh, better at all. Nope. <laughs> uh, final thing we did not hate the pass rush.
1: Yeah, despite um, kind of some <laughs> questionable defense at times, they ended up with five sacks and eight QB hurries uh, against Dobbs. I will take that, and the two sacks at, at the end were so glorious. Uh, Jaron Reed, and then Daphne's own Ryan Anderson came Woo! through to force that fumble. Two, five, one. That was so sweet. Uh, Yeah, he forced it. Did Reed catch that? Or A'shawn caught that. A'shawn made a sweet, yeah, yeah. reached down to the shoestring, scooped it up. Um, so, yeah, I'll take it.
0: All right, good enough. Well, that's our Hates and Did Not Hates, which brings us, as always, to the most anticipated portion of the podcast, the Ellis Mets Weekly.
1: What are those? <laughs> what are those? You know, there weren't a ton of options this week. Uh, the fighting Illini, who I don't hate. I don't hate an Illini. No. Do you? Okay.
0: Well, I do hate an Illini, and here's why. I uh, they beat us
1: in basketball once. No, I don't did no. we beat them?
0: Well, I don't, I can't hate them for losing to us, but there they were in the in the game. So, Coach Bryant's last game in the Liberty Bowl was against the Illini. That's right, and they caused us all sorts of problems. It made it far more difficult than it should ever have been for Coach Bryant on his last game on Earth coaching football.
1: Really, a dick move.
0: So, exactly, that's yeah, my point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you didn't hate the
1: Illini? I, I did. not They did like this all gray thing that I actually thought was kind of sleek, and that's because everyone else has reverted to these hideous all-black uniforms. Oh, God. Uh, last week, I believe, Ohio State received the What Are Those Award. Uh-huh. I'm sure Urban probably got it in the mail. Maybe today. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Tomorrow, or, you or, you know, day. I'm sure I feel like all, uh, up next to the ABCS. Uh, that's, I mean, right. that's right. Yeah. I haven't exactly. ch-
1: checked the tracking on it, though. Um, uh-huh. But there was another hideous all-black uniform this week uh, that really sullied what is one of the best uniforms in college football, and that's the UCLA Bruins. You know, they've got that.
0: It, yeah, in my opinion, the most beautiful uniform the in all it's The most possible. beautiful. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'm going to go out on the limb. With that baby blue and that pretty gold, yeah. that, is, that is as good as it gets.
1: Yeah, and they used to have kind of classy stripes. And, you know, they've got their script UCLA subtly placed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, these were this hideous. I suppose they were like a tire tread. But it really looked more like the grill that you're like bum college friend had behind his a, a bum apartment right right like, right probably community you didn't know what all had been cooked on it mm-hmm. uh, and just not a good look what are those
0: well my point about the tire tread is this i don't ever want tire treads on my uniform because it looks like you don't got run it
1: looks like you got run over maybe that's something they don't see out there
0: exactly you have some alabama knowledge for you mm-hmm. um all right let's go ahead And we apologize for the shortness of this week's podcast, but as we said, it's a bye week, and we don't have anybody to look forward to. uh, But next week will be uh, jam-packed with information. Uh, But right now, we're going to turn to our picks, including our hate of the week. Of the week,
1: of the week, of the week.
0: All right, the first one, which is my particular hate of the week. The Vanderbilt Commodores are traveling to the Houston Cougars where the Vanderbilt Commodores are receiving 11 charity points. Uh, Here is why it is my hate of the week and I am loving the Doors, hating on the Cougs and here's why. Houston is undefeated. However, Vandy's D is legit. Houston being undefeated includes wins over Tennessee Tech. A road win at Louisville, which I'll give them that. Texas State, who might be the worst team in college football. Tulsa, SMU, and Tulane. Yeah, these Cougars are paper tigers.
1: Oh. Do you see what I did there? Oh, I synced it.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I Vanderbilt has a decent defense. They can't move the ball, but they, they should be able to stop Houston. I don't know that they're going to win the game. In fact, I don't think they'll win the game, but I see this being a 7- or 10-point Houston win. Uh, and the Doors are going to cover in Houston, Texas.
1: That is a whole myriad of hot takes there. Exactly. Uh, the Houston head coach is one Tom Herman, first-year coach. Uh, if you remember, he was the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Correct. Uh, who likes to brag about his Mensa scores at oh. any opportunity. Do you remember that?
0: No, I don't recall that. When New we ta-
1: were getting ready to play them, he literally mentioned it in, like, five separate interviews just in the two weeks before the game. Just always tries to slip in that he is a Mensa member.
0: A Mensa member. Well, and he also uh, is that particular Mensa member. We brought in uh, to the university to consult with our uh, offensive people to talk about why we're so bad on offense. And that clearly worked because here we we sit, bad on offense. Just
1: the best offensive team the world has ever (laughs) known. Exactly. Um, All
0: right, take it to the next game, brother.
1: I didn't make a pick.
0: Oh, shit. My bad.
1: <laughs> uh, I am going to go with you and hate the kooks here. 11 is just a ton of points, even against a semi-pitiful Vandy team. But that semi-pitiful Vandy team is coming off uh, their first SEC win under Derek Mason. And frankly, I also think they're going to be a little teoed about this whole Mensa score thing.
0: Exactly. I don't blame them. I mean, you know, smarts and smarts. That's you right. know. Exactly. All right. Again, now
1: take us to the next game, brother. All right, in the next game, uh, the spurrierless fighting chickens of mm-hmm. South Carolina are headed to College Station, where they are sixteen and a half point dogs at ATM. Who you hate,
0: Lord? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to hate on. I'm going to hate on the weirdos from A&M. Yep. Uh, I just, you know, Ole Miss beat them up. Uh, they're clearly not as good as everybody thinks they are. I, I think the A&M is going to win this game, and they'll probably end up winning by 17 and make me look like a fool. But I think it's a 14-point game, so I am going to hate on the uh, Fighting Collies from College Station.
1: It's. I don't have a strong feeling here. I would stay away, which is what I always do when I don't have a strong feeling. Right. Um, like
0: going instead with rugby
1: bets. What? Whoa. What? I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> what?
0: Nothing. What? Nothing. Never. I don't
1: wow. know. Um, I am going to, I'll just join you to be amicable and hate ATM as well.
0: All right. Next up, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida, which is, if you're having the world's largest outdoor cocktail party under an overpass in Jacksonville is exactly where you'd want to have it. Yeah. Uh, traditionally this, the cocktail party features the Florida Gators and the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't know that it ever has featured anyone else, but I just decided to add that part. Um, Florida is favored in this particular, uh, contest by two and a half American football points. Who do you hate there, Ellis Metz?
1: Uh, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. A tradition unlike any other. Uh-huh. Unlike any other except eating Wild Bill's wing sauce. Am I hey right? Hey, now! Hey, am now! Am I right? <laughs> um, this is actually my hate of the, of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Of the week. I gotta get better at that. Um... <laughs> I I don't fully understand this line I'm not sure if it's a because it's a rivalry neutral site type thing Uh, but I think the wheels are coming off of Mark Rick's team and they're coming off a bye which is much needed Uh, that said they won't be getting Nick Chubb back they've still got a long ways to go and I like Florida to cover handily here
0: Georgia just can't Georgia just doesn't win this game no I mean, they never win this game. Even when Georgia's the better team, they don't win this game. Uh, so I'm going to go with. You. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a blowout that you think it's going to be. I think it's a seven point win. But I just, I don't still trust Georgia in this game. I never do. They never seem to win it. I mean, the one time they do, they go out on the and stomp on the field and act a damn fool. So, I mean, if you're if 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 getting one touchdown freaks you out that much, uh, sustaining a win is just not something you can do. So, yeah, I'm going to hate on the dogs
1: as well. Yeah, and I think after that Alabama incident, they probably won't be stomping on anything anymore. You know?
0: Exactly, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, your Tennessee Vols travel to the Kentucky Wildcats uh, Bluegrass Stadium, if that's what it's called, uh, where the Vols are giving the Wildcats seven and a one-half points. Who do you hate?
1: You know, I have gone back and forth on this one. Seven and a half seems like a lot, and I like this Kentucky team decently. Um, But I've, I've caught this trend that at least I'm telling myself that one week after teams play Alabama, they come out and play really great. It happened to Wisconsin. It happened. We've talked about it before, I think, on here, and listed all the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I expect Tennessee to come out looking strong. Kentucky, every year when it gets around this time, they start to falter a little bit. So I'm hating the Cats here. How about you?
0: I'm leaning the other way. All right. uh, um, uh, well, I... before
1: you say that, I should point out that they had their blue and white game tonight, televised on ESPN.
0: Oh, God, they're not focused. If you think their
1: mind's going to be on football.
0: Oh, never mind. (laughs) I've changed my pick. They've totally lost focus. Uh, And I really do think that has something to do with it. Kentucky is generally a good first half of the football season team, and I don't know if it has to do with their basketball or not, but once basketball season starts, they go to
1: shit. So sad.
0: Uh Uh-huh, exactly. But um, I'm
1: going to stick with my pick.
0: I I think Vol is beat up. And demoralized after this game in Tuscaloosa. That moral uh,
1: victory, though. Oh
0: Lord, there ain't no such thing, son. Um, I think Kentucky is should have won the Auburn game. I think Kentucky is not hot garbage. I think they're decent. I don't know. I, again, I'm picking these teams. I don't think are really going to win, but I think they're going to cover. I think this is a 24-20 game, and Vols win it. But I think Kentucky covers.
1: Okay, fair enough. And then the last one, an interesting matchup. I'm going to give an – actually, before we get to the interesting matchup, I'm going to give an honorable mention here. There is not a line posted anywhere for UT Martin at Arky. Should that come up, I watched all of – don't ask me why – the UT Martin at Ole Miss game earlier in the season, and that is one of the worst college football teams I have ever laid eyes upon. Really? Even Arky.
0: even Arkansas can beat them.
1: Even Arkansas can beat them handily and I think they've lost a quarterback in that time. Oh dear. So UT Martin is bad. If you see that, take it no matter if it's 300. I hear you. I hear 300. you. 300. Um, so anyway, back that, to that, that the final. That it's a it's a good bit of points. Right. Back to the final and maybe most intriguing SEC matchup of the week. Uh the Ole Miss Hugh Freezes are seven point faves in everyone's favorite village on the plains, Gus Malzon's trailer park. All right. Who you hate? I don't know. <laughs> hot I, takes, y'all. Nothing not, but hot takes.
0: I uh, but scorching. I mean scorching, you know. Um, I'm gonna hate on the rebs. Another game that I think the number is too big. Um I think Ole Miss wins the game. I think Ole Miss, uh, but I don't. I don't think they cover a seven. Auburn, Auburn just cannot be as bad as they look.
1: Can they? If it were anybody else, I would say no, they're really that bad. But Auburn will find a way.
0: Auburn was going to pull one of these games out of their ass. They just <sighs> haven't yet. Ugh. <sighs> I then I, 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 I mean, this may be it. Um, and for rooting interest, by the way, this is totally irrelevant to who do we hate, but um, Ole Miss needs to lose a game at some point. Correct. Um, and granted, they have this one. They have Arkansas, they have LSU, and they have Mississippi State. They have ample opportunities to lose a game, but uh, for Alabama to get to the, to the uh, SEC championship game, Uh, Ole Miss holds all the cards right now, so Ole Miss needs to lose. Um, So I'm not making this pick based on that, but I do think if Ole Miss wins, they don't cover, so I'm going to hate on the reps.
1: And to quickly touch on what you were just saying, yes, I think Ole Miss probably finishes the season with a few SEC losses or at least more than one. Um, But if they didn't, let's say that they didn't, and they go on to the SEC championship, don't you think if Alabama wins out, we still probably sneak in?
0: I don't know. We and just have to
1: rely on more teams, I guess.
0: We have to rely on more teams, and here's why. All right. Assuming Ohio State – and by the way, FYI, the college football playoff, the first one comes out on Tuesday, so stay tuned. Oh, I uh, don't care. I know, but, you know, eventually you'll have to. Eventually I will. Um, I think Ohio State wins out. I think Clemson wins out. Uh and I think, So I think those two are in. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at a lot, and I think Oklahoma is the team that's going to come out of the Big 12 with one loss. So ultimately, I think you're going to be looking at a lot of one-loss teams fighting for one spot. And they have, they have just said they, they put emphasis on conference championships. So if Oklahoma is sitting there with one loss and the Big 12 championship, we sitting there with one loss with a better strength of schedule, a better everything – but they have a conference championship. I think Oklahoma gets in, particularly because they because how hard the Big Twelve got screwed last year.
1: Well,
0: so I I think I think it'll be close if we don't get to Atlanta. Mm-hmm.
1: I think if we get to Atlanta, it's a done deal. Yeah. Best case scenario would just be win out, Ole miss, lose, but not lose to Auburn here. Yeah. Um, anyway, who are you hating on this one? Uh, you know, if again, if it were anybody but Auburn, I would hate them, but I think Auburn probably hangs enough to at least cover if they don't pull out this game. Ole Miss should win. I think Treadwell will have, or could have, a monstrous game if they'll just work on getting him the ball. uh, If you missed it, an Auburn player, again, ran his mouth off against a clearly overmatched, undermatched, I don't whatever, opponent Mm -hmm. Uh, and said that Treadwell was just like any normal receiver and not much of a challenge. So I I actually was expecting Treadwell to have a big game already. If they'll just get him the ball, Ole Miss will be fine. Uh, But we've seen how these offensive coordinators do things. So I'm going to hate the Rebels here too.
0: Yeah, and one thing I left out of my uh, super-blazing hot analysis was the thing is Auburn is garbage in the middle of their defensive line. You can run the ball up the middle on them all day long, but the problem is Ole Miss doesn't do that. Yeah. So that's the thing; is the reason why I think Auburn hangs around is because it's just a bad matchup for Ole Miss. Uh, if, you know, they just Auburn can actually stop, do something about the, and I don't know how they do it because they don't have anybody in the defensive backfield, but they are better defending the pass than they are the run, uh, particularly the run up the middle. So I think you know Auburn defends what Ole Miss does well. Ole Miss doesn't, I mean, if, if Auburn is playing Alabama with a back that can run up the middle, I think Auburn is toast. But they're not. They're playing Ole Miss, so I think that's why Auburn stays in the game.
1: Do you know how much it infuriates me that Ole Miss won't just run the dang ball or can't just run the dang ball?
0: I know. I know Almost it's, as much as it infuriates me that Alabama can't do it sometimes.
1: Yeah, or that we lost to a team that can't run the dang ball
0: son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> All right, anyway,
0: like we said, this is a shortened uh, version of Houndstooth Heroes because it is a bye week We'll be back, as always, next week to uh, fill your brains with more useless knowledge about the Alabama Crimson Tide and other things that are happening in our horrible lives. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at H2 Heroes. Listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Big thanks. To Wild Bill's wing sauce for filling my belly tonight, and again we we don't have we still haven't functional to get our t shirt payment method up yet. But if you want a t shirt, message us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I think there's pictures up, and uh, we'd be happy to provide you with a Houndstooth Heroes buckle up tee. Take us home, brother.
1: Uh, the tees are sweet, and they make a great Halloween costume. So. You guys enjoy your enjoy your trick or treating and uh y'all be good roll tide